random encounter at a broadcasting facility, a shared interest and love of all things Marvel, Excelsior, a misinterpreted program title, and behold, a podcast is born. Peter Melnick, podcaster and comic book enthusiast, and Eddie Wilson, upstate New York radio announcer, still with an inordinate amount of catching up to do. Peter! What are you doing? Here we go with a new episode of The Marvelists. Court is in session. Welcome everyone to The Marvelists Presents Legal Counsel, a She-Hulk podcast, in which we are talking about episode number five, Mean, green, and straight poured into these jeans. Oh, that's nice, Eddie. I didn't know that about you. No, oh, no, not me. Not painted on jeans. That's a song somewhere. Okay. I'm the Honorable Peter Melnick, joined with the Honorable Eddie Wilson. Eddie? Yeah, you just introduced me so I don't have to. Court is in session. Oh, I'll second that. Let's talk about this episode. She-Hulk discovers... Objection, your honor! Titania owns the name She-Hulk. That's where you should have said that. And is suing her for trademark infringement. I'll be completely honest. I thought this episode was okay at best, but again, even an okay episode of the show has been really great for me in the sense of one, the pacing, super fast. Two? Two, the whole element of the fact that these stories, even at a low point, it's actually really entertaining. So I get a kick out of that. Three. Three, three. The jokes land every single time for the most part. There is one joke. Well, I say every time and then I say, but not really. Well, most of the jokes land. The only one that I did not care for was the whole, hey, Shrek, nice suit. It's literally a comment written by a uh, Facebook user. You know? So I'm just like, <laughs> I did I really need to hear that? It's like a group I'm in that I left as a result, and let me just say this, leaving shitposting groups is great self-care, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you're a fan of something and you don't want to be in a shitposting group, like such as, oh, I don't know, She-Hulk uh, lawyer posting, whatever it's called on there. You can leave it, and you'll feel great about yourself because you're not hating the thing, or you're not watching people whine and complain about the things you like. So so Nice Suit Shrek was directly off Facebook posts. It, it's pretty much like but, the same comment over and over. She looks like She-Hulk, or she looks like uh, Fiona from Shrek. Oh, it's like So Nice Suit Sh- Fiona would have worked better, at least be yeah, gender appropriate. I, I get that, but the thing is, it's a hack joke, you know, like it, the joke over and over, like, oh, she looks like she, it was, she looks like Shulky. Or, to me, Shrek. yeah, to me, it was a mental shrug or a lo- mental chuckle. Yeah. You know, whatever. But oh, it, yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah. And it, again, that's cheap, cheap I'm, shot. Oh, know. I'm so jealous of you that you don't have to deal with any of those morons. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, those assholes are on the thing again. Anyway, I'm going to go have this nice beverage, a nice glass of milk. Yum, yum, yum. And while you are, remember you're being assaulted by the media saying, strength is beauty, beauty is strength. She-Hulk by Titania. Titania might be one of my favorite, just, you know, kind of one-and-done villains of the series so far. Like, just, we have the Wrecking Crew, which, by the way, did you notice the uh, one Wrecking Crew member with the Wrecking Ball had his uh, race switched? He had his what? His race switched. Oh, He was no longer a black guy now. He was a white guy. No, I missed that. Kind of a bummer to see that. It's like, I, oh, man, I missed that know, too. And he was like a doctor and a scientist. And it's like, now we're just going to flip it. He's caught up Why? in all those skincare, beauty, and wellness products, whether it be on TV, the billboard, or on the podcast. But anyway, so in this episode with the whole Titania lawsuit, Titania is 
the very much the vapid, shallow social media influencer. And oh boy, they they nailed a lot of different things of it. Although, as someone who recently served jury duty, ladies and gentlemen, when I see some of the exchanges going on, I'm just like, yeah, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> you know, if you're close to the source, then you yeah, yeah, you take like, liberties. Man, it it kind of ruined court dramas for me. I'm just like, oh man. This doesn't make sense. So I, they would not yell over everything. They wouldn't argue with the jury or placate to the jury like they're doing in this. Well, we're just given Titania as a character just like, okay, so she exists. Yeah. We don't have a backstory. I don't know if we're ever going to get one or we'll need one. And as you were talking just a couple minutes ago, I was thinking that, well, Titania in the comics has shown up just randomly here and there and then eventually became, what, the girlfriend of was it the Absorbing Man, I think? Yeah. For some period it's, of... In Secret War. I think it's Secret War 1 or 2. It's one okay. Of the, it's one of those. Mm-hmm. Right. And actually, yeah, and also in, uh, what's it called? Uh, ti- no, Titania is with Absorbing Man in Immortal Hulk. That's why I know you know it so fairly recently, because that was in there. That's right. Okay, yeah. came back as that. And I don't think there was anything new to, to me in saying, like, hey, when did they hook up? Yeah. Years ago. Um, you know, could have been in the 80s. For Tale all as old as time. Well, it's Beauty and the Beast. It's two different characters. Let's just focus. And, 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 and this deal with... With uh, Jen Walters' coworker Nikki and and the, that guy who wants the uh, Iron Man sneakers, two he, pair. He's a drip aficionado, and you know what? I respect. I respect the hustle. I respect that element. By the way, of can you get online for me to help me get the shoes an extra pair? I did that once at a uh, former comic shop. I used to, uh, and this is a really a really sad and pathetic kind of story that I'm going to relay to you, ladies and gentlemen. But there was a comic shop I went to, used to go to, and when they had their grand reopening at a new location, if you were one of the first ten people there, you ended up getting a free Marvel omnibus. Mm-hmm. And as we got on the line, my mother was number four, I was number five. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the owner of the comic shop handed my mother the gift certificate or the free omnibus pass, and not one to me, because he knew who it was going to. <sighs> Wow, that was that yeah. was the first. Yeah, a mutual Such, double stereo sigh. Now, why is your sigh? Is it because it was a really pathetic story that I just told? Because I am in agreement. No, because I have a similar one about the same place. <laughs> <laughs> a similar story. Well, anyway, so limit two copies per issue. I was. Really, That's what I'm calling it. I was disappointed because I wanted that ecstatic omnibus, but instead I settled for the Chris Claremont Jim Lee Volume One, which, by the way, was just mostly Mark Silvestri art. Uh. Which is fine. I like yeah, Mark yeah. Silvestri. Mark Silvestri slaps, but mm-hmm. when you're saying it's Jim Lee, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Come on. Well, since Come we, on. Since we got some names going around here. I'd like to, I said it before we started recording, but we have a new listener on the young inside. It's Captain Colton. And thank you for being there. And he has a YouTube channel, He I has believe. a YouTube also out there as well. He's into the minifigs. The Lego minifigs. I got a Lego trademark minifigs. Oh, trademark. Okay, yeah. Gotta respect the trademark. Cool video. Also, Legos in all caps, I learned. Uh, yeah, yeah it's I would always agree, stylized though. as all caps. And it's like, oh, that makes sense. Unlike the Ego, which is two Gs and it's in script. They have it as now a uh, Pop-Tart. You Lego. You can try Pop-Tart Legos. Um, yes, I think I, I have seen. I don't I don't know. It's like two, two, two breakfasts in one. But it's one. See? <laughs> Thank you, Captain Colton, for being there. And his Aunt Krista. So now, in regards to this episode as well, with the whole element of we end up going in and we end up seeing the the layer, the area where, you know, they have Boba T, but it's actually a front for 
The Avengers or the Avengers. I was <laughs> dying when I saw those. The Avengers and the Avengers. Also came hopefully a good price on that stuff. I'll be completely honest. The minute I saw that, I instantaneously tweeted, I would love to own Avengers and or Avengers merchandise. Yeah. And I believe uh, the artist, I don't know who the artist is offhand right now, but they do do a lot of the uh, Marvel art. Like I've seen that style on recent Marvel merchandise. A uh, friend of the show of uh, a stark contrast, Daiko, she knows that person. And I'm literally going to text her right now who that is. Hey, Dai. So... In regards to that, I just love the uh, Avengers and or the Avengers. This is how an intentional screw-up becomes I th- successful. Well, it's funny because like it's that's a dr- direct parody of bootleg memorabilia. Memorabilia, like, there's there's this backpack. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's Sonic the Hedgehog, and he's got, like, all the colors wrong. And on the side, it says Obama. Hmm. It's a children's book bag. Mm-hmm. And it makes no sense whatsoever. Then you go, like, to, you know... Uh, if you've seen Chippendale Rescue Rangers, it's the bootleg uh, world where they take the character, the tunes, bring them into the studio, and they like change them all up and everything and make them into bootleg versions. Okay. When so, you, said, you said all the colors. I thought of the dress that Nikki was wearing in the episode. I love uh, her surrounding characters, the uh, supporting cast. Of Jen, I f- yeah. I feel like there's a lot of uh, it's it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of well written characters where it's. They can be a little one-note in some elements, but in regards to just the overall presence that they bring to her world and her whole element of, no, you're a badass. You really should be doing this, this, and this. And she's like, eh, she second-guesses herself and goes off to be that boss bitch. And doesn't want to, well, Jen doesn't want to be involved in a frivolous lawsuit, but then she gets, I don't know if we saw her for the first time, Jen's counsel, Ms. Book, who is, you know, no-nonsense also, and is going to present a case that's got some uh, some legs to it, so to speak, and and it kind of teeters back and forth depending on the uh, evidence, information, videos, etc. that are presented in the course of this case. Now, in regards to let, let's let's rewind back over to the whole costume uh, subplot. That aspect of it, yeah. I love the uh, the idea that. You hear this whole thing of, oh, this is where all the uh, the superheroes are getting their costumes made. And to be completely honest, like seeing how it is, it I love how they write it in the sense of it feels like absolute bullshit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you do the costumes for the super. I'm sure you do, pal. It's, it's a lot of that. And obviously the big reveal at the end of the episode, no, it's real. Sure. I love that. I think that it's very smart and... It gives you that sense of doubt of the characters, and you you kind of see it coming a mile away of like, oh, they're they're sure they are, wink wink, mm-hmm. you know. And by the way, just got a text from Diana in regards to the artist at one hundred soft. That's the uh, artist. If you go online and get like uh, for your iPhone the emoji uh, sticker packs, at one hundred soft does a lot of those, and they're really cool looking designs. So, shout out to at one hundred soft. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> This show is brought to you by our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash themarvelists. And on the $3 tier, you'll get access to episodes early and ad-free. The $5 tier gets you our two bonus shows. One, Fantastic Voyage. 
where we dissect and just talk about the 102 issues one by one, although if it's a storyline more than one at a time, of Stan Lee and Jack Kirby's amazing, incredible, spectacular, invincible, and fantastic run of the Fantastic Four, the world's greatest comic magazine. And two, you haven't read that? A show dedicated to the comic books that I haven't read yet. Some Marvel, some DC, all fun. And on the $8 tier, pick a topic of your choosing, not a topping of your choice. Or perhaps you can be a guest on The Marvelists. Above all else, we thank you for your continued support. And the line that the proprietor of this superhero costume shop, not even costume, that's an insult because he's a professional. Oh my God, is the Hag convention in town? Very catty. I appreciate uh, it. I appreciate <laughs> the cattiness of that character. Uh, and we go to the about me part of the case where She-Hulk, Jen herself, described herself on the profile, the dating profile as She-Hulk, as mean green and straight poured into these jeans. And I think now that it was said in this episode, I'm like, oh, yes, that's right. She I've heard that before. Passed that off before. like Peter said it once. No, not in that tone. Oh, no, 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 no. But the, the key thing was, ironically, and at the risk of putting her own self to ridicule and embarrassment, getting these male witnesses or dates that she had gone on. By the way, one of the uh, witnesses is former WWE superstar David Otunga. David, David Otunga, easy for me to say. With the beard? Yeah, the former uh, Mrs. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. Oh, okay. So they were, up to that. they were an item. Now they are not. Obviously. Now they are not. They are two separate entities. Okay. But just like I didn't even realize it was him because I'm so used to him where he doesn't have like the beard or he's like a, a goatee. I'm like, oh, 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 that's David Otunga. Mm -hmm. The only WWE, WWE uh, Harvard lawyer graduate. He's a he is a legit. True that? Uh, yeah, a legit Harvard uh, lawyer. So you go back a ways because the name is, Which is sort of familiar. Nah, it, he's uh, t t early to mid 2010s. Forget it. Then. He's, okay. a, he's a first class of NXT. I'm thinking of a wrestler that maybe had just something that sounded like Otunga was only me, just one name. Kamala? No. Kamala with the belly. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no. a whole new meaning now, anyway. But, but no, I'm trying to remember. There are like. I keep thinking it might be Kamala, but I know you're going to say no. Maybe Yokozuna? Yokozuna. Could be. Could be. He was, a, bi he was a big boy. I'm talking mid to late 80s, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be. The, Yokozuna was 93. Possibly uh, Asian. I see that's going to get me for the rest of the day. Now I'm going to try and remember who it is. <laughs> Not in the Tatanka? same category. Tatanka? Ooh, there we go. But Tatanka is the Native American wrestler. Then that's who I'm confusing. <laughs> Maybe. Tatanka, <laughs> Buffalo, Tatanka, Buffalo. I think so. Okay. Ooh, so right anyway, so we have the parade of all the witnesses and the fetishist one, the giant fetishist. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Again, and ladies and gentlemen, I realize, you know, on the award-winning Disney+, Plus, we have Logan, we have Deadpool 1 and 2, but I don't know why, but just hearing fetishist in a uh, Disney Plus program feels a little weird to me. Just, mm. just a smidgen. I'm like, eh. Yeah, yeah. But then again... It's the Wild West now, baby. Disney Plus can do whatever they want to do. Man, I there are so many different things like that are coming to this platform, by the way. That's why I'm very curious if we're ever going to see a R-rated or TVMA Disney Plus series in the Marvel realm. And I'm not including Netflix series like no. Daredevil and that. Well if, I'm they do, well, if they do that, then they'll subtitle themselves to be D-I-Z-Z. 
Disney. Well, no, they they have TVMA and R-rated movies on the award-winning Disney Plus. Well, they want to kind of revamp. They are. They are. Know, They're different. starting to do some things, and mm-hmm. it's it's fine. But the thing is about that, I'm like, will they? Will they, ladies and gentlemen? Stay tuned. Maybe I don't know. Judge Early favors She-Hulk. And again, I love that uh, case. There's just little elements, and it's that level of humility that Shulky has for herself. She's just like, yeah, I'm going to risk it and put all this stuff from my dating profile in this parade of Slumps down in her failed chair. conquests into the courtroom. And by the way, the dating profile part is one of the favorite parts of the episode for me because it's like, as someone who was on the dating apps for a brief period of time, it, it happens. it's not fun. And like just... Filling out those little descriptions, you're just like, what do I say? And it it it's the make or break for a person. Like you can like I love I I do not miss it, but let me tell you my favorite thing is hearing horror stories from ladies about going on the dating apps and you the first message from a guy is literally, Hey. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. Who starts this conversation or who tries to continue it or carry it? Who would? I carry. No, I don't know. Here's a picture of a guy holding a bass and he's saying, "Hey." <laughs> or if they use a profile from picture nice from catch. 10 years I ago. I mean, <laughs> sir, this well, is an Arby's. <laughs> Arby's has the bass. <laughs> Not after Jason Jagori got through with them uh, after the recent the Wagyu burger saga, but that's a story for another day. It sure is. Congratulations, Jason. Anyway, <laughs> Oh, man. I tell you, though, I don't know if this is the first in all these episodes that we've seen Jen in She-Hulk suits. You know, the clothes are too big. In fact, I thought of the movie Big with Tom Hanks the amount of times that Jen was in oversized clothing when she was Jen. You agree? agree? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, honestly, there's that. I feel like it's also like a little bit of a fish out of water story. You know, just that whole element of like, oh, I'm in this strange new world and I'm not really accustomed to it. And I'm slowly learning my way through. Well, that's really which, reading into it, but I I, but, but I appreciate that. Though. It is what it is. Because like you look at uh, Ms. Marvel, she's trying to, you know, learn the ropes and she's seeing all these other success stories that didn't have a plan ahead of them. We're just like, you know, Hawkeye is going around saying, you know what, I'm going to be the best damn archer I can be and also be somehow deaf. <laughs> But I'm going to be a superhero. I'm going to be a superb hero. He didn't start that way, though, and you know he exactly. had to overcome that, uh, that, get... that little obstacle. But for those characters, do they have a handbook in front of them saying, hey, do this, this, and this no. if you want to be the, the best? They do not. So all of these characters are learning on their own. Oh, to be this, I have to screw up on my own. That makes sense. Experience so like is the best teacher. Yes, exactly. exactly. There's a second parallel. Okay. What I noticed after the court case was over, She-Hulk and her attorney get out, and the attorney says to She-Hulk what that extremely attractive man said in there. She said, you can do better. And I partially translated into, that attorney's going after that guy. I can see that. In a social way. It's it's funny because in regards to some of the, uh, again, some of the the back like almost like background characters not the supporting cast but like the ones that are just going to be in this episode only they do a really bang up job of making them like even their 5 seconds count and that's a sign of good comedy writing too because you look at a you know the average sitcom like look at mash mash is like one of the you know in my opinion on the mount rushmore of uh, comedies mm-hmm. and like you'll have ancillary characters just one and done people in the background like even larry hama by the way was a guest on, was a character actor on mash fun fact 
I think, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'd heard that, and perhaps I'd even seen him and not realized at the at that point, because I don't think I'd even met or seen Larry in person at a show or anything like that. Fun fact to mention to my wife, who's a big fan of, of MASH. Oh, it's such a good show. Never watch it with the uh, laugh track, by the way, because it makes it better without the laugh track. You can remove if you it. Have, if you have the DVDs, you can remove it. Oh, you like have an that option. audio track, yeah. Okay. It makes it so much better. Because, mm-hmm. like, MASH is one of those shows, and just a little bit of a sidebar, Your Honor, with MASH, it's, you know, a show where it just works so damn well. Like, the, the writing is superb. The acting is great. And you don't need to hear, ha, 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 when, you know, uh, this is when Al- you should be Alan, laughing. Yeah, Alan Alda is like saying something witty. By the way, I had a dream once. I met Alan Alda. And I got to tell you, in that dream, Alan Alda was the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. I've heard nothing but good about him. Even in my dream, he was nice. Well, that's very that's polite. Very and consistent. So it was good to hear. So if you ever dream of meeting Alan Alda in that dream, he'll probably be really nice to you nine times out of ten. Oh, unless you're that one. And then maybe it's super nice. So. I suppose. But then, finally, She-Hulk gets her suits or is in the process of getting her suits. And uh, the proprietor's yelling out, Tinsley, does client confidentiality mean nothing to you? And here's the hat box with the, what is that? It's got horn. It's a daredevil headpiece. And, again, I have kind of avoided looking at internet reactions about this, so I don't know what's going on. When I saw that hat box with Durder's helmet in there, I was just like, Oh, and I, I might have literally did a Marge Simpson and go, that is neat. Because <laughs> as I get older, my reactions are just like, just bizarre in how I like say something. I'm like, oh, that's neat. I Never like thought that. of it fitting into a hat box, that's for yeah. sure. A round hat box and just keep it in great shape. Other than that, it was it was Ben Affleck in Daredevil hanging up his parts of his suit with his billy clubs and Never everything. There. Oh, wait, no, that's off of the uh, long, long time Electra ago. soundtrack. But okay. I, I love... Uh, I love how the cost, like the helmet looks so far. Obviously, it's just a quick one, two, three, and we're done. Although the costume has been kind of revealed in the uh, trailer recently, so like the mm. mid-season trailer. Oh, I must have but, to go back to that. But I like how even like during during yeah, it's not it's not going well. Maybe it's it will old, evolve like, into the traditional dark uh, red, crimson, whatever. But I wouldn't doubt it. But here's the thing: you look at Daredevil in general. What was the costume he wore in his initial debut? The yellow and uh, orange, or yellow and red. Yep. So to do that, his real first appearance in the MCU, why wouldn't you do that? And then you build up into that costume. You can. Absolutely. During the credits, as with the other episodes, you, I think, get, and I don't know if I had thought I of it in mid- terms Oh, mid-credits? No, there wasn't that. Yeah, I'm not which, getting at that. But where you're looking at the credits and where it's, and I forget the technique, you know what it is, where it's animated cells, but they're being colored in. Rapidly, yeah. Whatever that technique is, like a is, time lapse. I think of a. I literally. Do I those. think of the "Take on Me" video by Aha. Take on best me. video of 1985 MTV. You, you ever watched the sequel video? The sun always shines yes, on TV. Yes, he knows his stuff. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, well, I was complimenting you know, you. I said yeah, he knows know. his stuff. I'm like, well, how could you be surprised? Okay. I'm not. I'm. <laughs> I kind of like From keeping the album, on your feet. <laughs> Hunting high and low. Okay, that's even further. There we are. But during the credits, I Name think we two learned songs by Real Life that are hits. Uh, send me an angel. Uh, catch me, I'm falling. My man. Anyway, that's right. Uh, 80s. I'm there. MTV. I was weaned on this stuff. It's just in me. No, Ween was curse. a 1990s band, Eddie. Then I don't know that Weezer. Okay. Uh, there's Ween. There's Weezer. All right. So during the credits, we learn a little more, get a little bit more story, I think. And one of the things which was mentioned in all the products was referring to 
or a follow-up to the scene where Jen is sitting in front of her boss, Holloway. And during the credits, we see picture of the several She-Hulk booty boost smoothies. And he's had one in a, in a cup, and it, and he's looking, he's pulled up his... I did not notice this. He's thing. pulled up his blazer to see one of his uh, butt cheeks as an employee is walking by his office out in the hallway, and he's, like, checking out, like, if this is really working on him or not. Good for him. So... Good for him. So he went for the media blitz and, and the campaign or whatever, you know. And the booty blitz. Yeah, the booty boost. Smoothie. Booty boost blitz. That's right. Booty boost blitz, 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 booty She-Hulk boot. by Titania. Even in the opening letters, instead of it saying attorney at law, She-Hulk by Titania. So... That's the show! Good episode. Not my favorite, but, again, still solid, which is yep. what I'm enjoying about this show. Just boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. And by the time you're done with the episode, you're on to the next one. That's why, like, again... When this show wraps up, I'm excited to see about the possibility of binge-watching it and going through the whole series again, but with the element of it being a sitcom. So I like mm-hmm. that. I think, uh, again, not the best episode. I, st- I still think I think uh, the second or third episode were my personal favorites thus far. Mm-hmm. But still a good episode. Yeah, no even, smashing even, involved, no breakage. Oh, sorry. She-Hulk smashing, squish, crushing the stapler. That's it. Even at its most meh. Still a great episode. So, mm-hmm. I think that's going to wrap this episode up, Eddie. Early Casel dismissal. Yeah. We're going to declare recess as of now. Bang, bang. I He's Peter Melnick, the Honorable, perhaps. And he is the Honorable Eddie Wilson. You. Case dismissed.